And time now to say good morning to Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. Narina? Good morning, Sakina, and happy Friday to you and all the listeners. And to you. Now, Narina, it seems like there's finally some much-needed relief coming from the RAND because it strengthened quite strongly against all the major currencies yesterday. Uh, Who or what do we have to thank for that? (laughs) You know, I think if we go back to um, Wednesday when we saw the release of our domestic inflation numbers, which came out higher than, than the market expected and also in breach of the upper limit of the Reserve Bank, I think that has resulted in um, an increased expectation of in interest rate increases in South Africa. At the same time, also, we had minutes come out from the U.S. Federal Reserve that indicated that during their January meeting, they were um, not quite as bullish about the outlook for the U.S. economy and that the view that their interest rates would be increasing quite strongly this year also then dissipated. So to some extent, this interest rate differential between South Africa and the U.S., I think it's, it's much, where much of the reason comes from for the strength that we've seen in the RAND over recent days. Part of it, of course, also is just purely that there is the sense that the RAND is undervalued, that <clears throat> the levels that we're seeing it at that moment is, is, is really not justified and that it needs to be stronger. But I think the looming um, sort of budget speech waiting for next week there's so much uncertainty around not just what will be said and done, but also how it will be interpreted by ratings agencies and the market, that I just think that uh, maybe there's a little bit of nervousness coming back into the market. So I think for the time being, we've probably seen the best of the stronger round, and, and from here on out, we're probably going to have to wait until next Wednesday before we get another clear direction in terms of our currency. And then, Rina, on the flip side of the strong rand was, of course, the rising oil price. Do these two factors ultimately just cancel each other out? <laughs> I guess when you, when we look at the at the local or the domestic um, petrol price, yes, to some extent it does cancel each other out. But but there are very different reasons at play here for for the rising oil price that we saw over the last couple of trading sessions. Um, there was a lot of excitement earlier in the week when Iran um, declared that they are in support of this oil freeze, the production freeze um, that Saudi Arabia and Russia had agreed on. Um, but I think the reality also sort of set in there that, you know, the fact that they support it um, doesn't mean that they're going to participate in it. And what we said also earlier in the week was that what is really needed is an actual reduction in oil output rather than just a freeze or, or a cap at current levels. And it is still expected that Iran will continue to ramp up its production. And coupled with that, then, that uh, data out from the U.S. yesterday showing that their crude oil inventories rose to record levels um, really sort of overshadowed any potential gains that might be made from the production freeze by the major oil producers. So um, after Brent uh, spiking sort of to be above $35 a barrel, we've seen it settle a little bit lower. And as you just said um, earlier, um, just under thirty. $4 a barrel at the moment. Narina, let me just get your view on this. Now, ahead of uh, next week's budget, there has been confirmation yesterday that some aspects of the retirement reform um, have once again been postponed. What is the implication of this? You know, Sakina, for me, there's a couple of things about what's transpired that is very concerning. Um, Probably the biggest concern, other than um, that what we really need is more support in terms of helping people to save and invest for retirement, the bigger concern for me is the reason for making, um, for for doing this U-turn. We are seeing a lot of 
populist talk and a lot of almost sensationalist news around this retirement reform being pushed out into media, also into social media. And when you realize that actually the changes only apply to Provident Fund members and only apply to them on retirement, and that it only applies to contributions that are made after 1 March, well, it was going to be this year, now it's going to be 1 March 2018, you realize that the amount of money and number of people that are affected by this is actually very, very small. And unfortunately, the perception is created that government is, you know, it's, it's terms that are being used, such as government is, is trying to nationalize our pension and get their hands on our hard-earned money and, you know, really irresponsible terms like that. And I want people to, I want to encourage people to read more about it and really understand what the retirement reform is all about. The other major concern for me is the, the buckling under the pressure, um, you know, especially in, a, in an environment where there is a lot of uncertainty around government's policy and where something like this really does not bode well for a government who should be standing firm in terms of its policy decisions. The third concern is then, of course, that this is something that was already signed into law in January, and there is now quite a scramble to, in a very short space of time, table the amendment to the law, because if it is not signed into law prior to the 29th of February, we're sitting with a legal dilemma on our hands. And then finally, the fourth reason for me this is the huge cost to the, to the system, and of course it ultimately is, that cost is, is pushed down to members. A lot of technology and, and infrastructure development that has been taking place that now has to once again be put, put on hold. And I think there's a lot of concerning things here where I think we must caution against um, during an election year people really making use of such an opportunity to, to push their own agenda and really not um, necessarily doing right by, by members and individual investors.